Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to Square Go, the podcast where we put our friendship on the line to defend our opinions. This week's episode has been brought to you by Nelly, the writing prompt bot. If you're tired of not knowing what to put in your stories or just want a good laugh, try Nelly writing prompt bot today on the Google Play Store. This week's topic, famous writers. So, off of the back of the Blunderdome last week, we're going to go straight into our famous, famous and favourite writers. Um, so, what do we think about that? I think that's um, an awful idea. We shouldn't, we shouldn't yeah, discuss I, I that, don't think that's it? a good podcast. I don't think like, we should let people know that we read books. I feel like that would ruin our like, really cool kind of reputation. Guys, don't yeah, worry, I, I'm illiterate, so it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the coolest uh, person yeah. here, obviously. Mm-hmm. None of us have ever touched a book in our lives. Mm. What are you talking about? Yeah, Zoe's definitely never. Yeah, neither Zayden. Oh yeah, never. Like never. if you go into Zoe's room, it's actually just full of empty bookshelves. Like, it's yeah. full of like um cassette tapes and um videos mm. and um records because I'm hip and cool. Oh nice. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely not. And there's definitely not a bet between me and Erin about who can finish all our two be read books first. Definitely not. Wait, definitely I think not. we'll end. After the heat death of the universe. Oh, absolutely. Like yeah. you, you two be in like... mid thirties for like how long now? I'm, you, I'm at forty. You'll, you'll probably be in your mid thirties until your mid thirties. <laughs> but not because yeah. you're not reading them, but just because you keep buying new ones every time you get below like thirty-one. Well, to be fair, I've not been reading them because I've been stuck in Rosemary's Baby for about a month. But okay. I finished Rosemary's Baby and I'm on to Lovecraft now, so we're all right. It's very much a tortoise in the hair thing and that Zoe reads very fast but she cannot physically stop herself buying books whereas I have a mild book buying problem but I just don't read any of them so Hell yeah Yeah. Together we'll be able to get a library Together you'll be unstoppable Yes indeed Book for book club is I want to see how many pages my copy is I think my copy is 880 but I might be Why? Yeah mine is 867 That is like I don't know how I'm going to manage that but was perfect. Seven uh, Eves by Neil Stevenson. Yeah. Just yeah. terrible. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I remember reading cool, that. Also, oh my I, I like. I, I like started reading it. I think I got like probably a couple of hundred pages in. But I, I did really enjoy it. To be fair, it's just I'm very bad at finishing things. Wait, should we get started on the action? Yes. Yeah. Maybe. Yes. That's a good I mean, idea. It's on topic, I guess. But anyway, round one we have quite the matchup. We've got Douglas Adams versus your boy J.R.R. Tolkien. These are very, very different writers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And they're both ones I feel like we've discussed on maybe like three different episodes before. Yeah. I think yeah, I definitely do think this is a rehashing of some writers, especially I mean, later I mean, ones. We, we did record. We did do have a redacted episode that was redacted for redacted yeah. reasons. Redacted for all the horrible something. offensive things we said. Yeah, yeah that I, t- we definitely I, tell you, man, for. Just, I was just having a bad day. I couldn't stop saying all those slurs, you know. <laughs> I can't believe how hard you went in on the Italians. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, I personally, as much as I do like Douglas Adams, I think I would have to go with Tolkien. Just because, I mean, Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit, iconic. Okay, but Hitchhiker's Guide, Dark Gently. Yeah. Uh, oh, we'll see. I, I, see. I have read uh, both of those, and but I've not. I'll admit my sin. I've not read The Lord of the Rings. I know it's shocking, <gasps> but my, okay. but, <laughs> but I'm because of that. I'm quite biased towards the the Douglas Adams. I much prefer Douglas Adams's world building, even as mm-hmm. someone that builds worlds. And likes doing them like Tolkien's Douglas Adams is, is much more fun where he just introduces a concept and goes with it yeah. and now it's true and he doesn't need to worry about the foundation really it just happens and it's okay actually now that I'm thinking about it Douglas Adams wrote for Doctor Who but Tolkien could never exactly oh I was about to try and pull that on you it, <laughs> yeah. It, 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 yeah if I... Tolkien tried to write a Doctor Who episode it would be like a three, three part three hour movie each saga <laughs> well is... to be fair matt that's like literally the most classic who that's douglas's adams is a six part douglas adams's <laughs> doctor who episode is the what is it the city of the city of death is that douglas adams why um, are you asking us yes like, yes, sorry, yes, oh, yes, yes 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 um, yes yeah i like douglas adams's doctor who work and i know that it was quite a basis for both the hitchhikers and dirt gently 
Um, mm-hmm. And you know what? Actually, that because of that, I'm going Douglas Adams takes it. I, I I'm also, I'm also going for Douglas Adams. But however, Douglas Adams didn't have a rivalry with the Beatles. Token did, and I did respect he? that for him. The yes. Beatles? Huh. I did not know that. Yeah, they lived. He lived next door to them when they were just getting started, <laughs> and absolutely hated them, hearing them practicing. Oh man, that's pretty. Despised them. Good. And I think it got to the point where like the Beatles were wanting to like do a song or something for Lord of the Rings or something like that um, in the sixties, and Tolkien was like banned them from ever coming to the project. Yeah, I think was it not they wanted to help produce a um, film version. Yes, I think that might be yeah. it. Uh, I just found it very funny. <laughs> yeah, like the, the Beatles had also like I know. I think it was George Harrison that like funded like a couple of the Monty Python movies. Yeah, he did. Um, Life of Brian, he funded. Yeah. And produced, yeah. Like Which is why George what? is the best Beatle, and also he's the only one I've oh, never true. seen credible wife beating accusations about. So exactly, yeah. He, we he love is, George. He is the, he Go is George. the best Beatle. A low bar, but he sails over it. <laughs> <laughs> the, has Ringo Starr been accused? I, I've not heard anything mm-hmm. about him. Oh shit. M- m- yeah. Maybe, maybe for. <laughs> Oh dear. Well, yeah. I, I mean, Douglas Adams did. He died in 2001, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, it was a heart attack, I want to say. Yeah, he was very young. It was quite a shame. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas well, Tolkien was yeah. always an old man, you cannot convince me he was ever younger true. than 50. True. Yeah. That's it, true. it was like World War One, and then he immediately became like. 60 years old. Oh no, I fairly picture him as a 60 year old in the trenches. I don't care how like logical that is. Oh my god, he looks I mean, like... even young him does in fact look... If, if you have that image of like him and the old guy, I would say the old guy was Tolkien. Mm-hmm. See, so you know how that picture at the top left uh, that you went up, that one? And did you watch, you know, Dracula, Matt? Yeah, yeah. The 2020 version, yeah. the guy who played Jonathan Harker. Oh yeah, oh, I, see, yeah. I see where he was at. The spit of that guy. I'm thinking he looks more like the guy from Skins. I don't know what it is, but... Oh, the... Oh, right. Because <laughs> 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 yeah. That's the same, right. Yeah. yeah. For yeah. some reason, when you said the guy from Skins, my mind immediately went to Dev Patel as if he was the only uh, guy on Skins. <laughs> 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 yeah. The best guy in Skins, though. Yeah. Um, I do love Dev Patel. Um, so, yeah, I'm voting for Douglas Adams. Yeah, oh. me is, is too, it, I uh, think. Is it a straight... Um, yeah, I'll not push back. I'll go for Adams. Damn. <laughs> though I do think I do think I prefer Tolkien's writing. Though I prefer Adams's general stories. Yeah. Because Douglas Adams is just good vibes. Yeah, they are. Mm. I feel like there was a lot more of Tolkien's craft. To be fair. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. He was he was a bit too invested in the language. <laughs> okay, next up we have Fogable. We have uh, Wilkie Collins versus Jane Austen. Right. I just want to say it out there that I'm going to have a crisis during this round because these were my two picks. These are my two favourite authors. So I'm going to have I'd... to flip a coin. Well, do you want me to, do you want me to talk a bit about them and yeah, see what you yeah, think? Yeah, I'd like yeah? to know. So... And I've heard of Jane Austen, but not much Wilkie Collins. Right. Wilkie Collins... Um, was a very big proponent of women's rights, believed that women shouldn't be allowed to be locked up in um, insane asylums whenever they didn't, whenever they disagreed with their husbands. And um, they wrote, she wrote, he wrote a, a woman in white about that as a protest thing, and it became one of the first sensation novels. So it was like the first bestseller and to come out as a novel. And um, it's essentially written in the... F- Sensation novel. Well, there you go, Thomas. <laughs> I, was, um, I was googling it. Sorry. And um, so they've got the. Um, it's kind of done in a police statement style, and then a lawyer style, and it's 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 a really interesting way of writing that you don't, and it's very accessible as well. I would highly recommend uh, Wilkie Collins because he always, you know, sometimes you go into these books and you're like oh, these are old books, so they're going to have some dodgy stuff in them. Yeah. This guy has the main characters, an independent woman who don't need no man and tells other men to get stuffed, and it's great. 
We love her unproblematic Yeah. But on the other hand, you see Jane Austen, though, if she hadn't have written Wuthering Heights, she wouldn't have gotten Wuthering Heights by Kate Bush. So that, that was she didn't write Charlotte Wuthering Bronte. Was that was no, it was em, no. Well, I'm one an of idiot the Brontes. Then. Was it Emily? <laughs> Emily Bronte, I think. Um, Jane Good Austen dog. wrote um, Pride and Prejudice, oh, Sense and Sensibility, okay. Persuasion, uh, Northanger Abbey. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of hers are satire and ah, okay. um, essays on society. And so, so, what you're saying is that she'd have loved Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Yeah, because that's a satire of our society, which we live in. True. We so, do live in to be society. fair, she was an anti-royalist, and she hated the fact that one of her biggest fans was the prin- the crown prince uh, of England, and he, she she absolutely hated the royals. And okay. so, so, so basically, both authors are kind of based. Yeah, yeah, they are actually. Think about it. Based on what? <laughs> <laughs> true. 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 Oh, God, but fact. my favorite book by Jane Austen is Persuasion. Um, and my favourite book by Wilkie Collins is The Woman in White. Or The Frozen Deep, actually. The Frozen Deep is also good. Oh, or, yeah, that's that's my two shillings. Cool. Oh, no, I'm going to have to make a decision. Uh, I've read half of one Jane Austen book, and I was 14 and I got bored of it. What one? Uh, Pride and Prejudice, what else? <laughs> See, that's not even one of the good ones. I would say that's middling. You want okay. to go for a short one for the first one, Northanger Abbey or Pre- Pre- Persuasion? I would recommend. Okay. Um, and then Emma, because then Emma. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just giving you recommendations. I mean, now. I've read like no, twelve fine. of the titles of Jane Austen books. Is <laughs> 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 that I mean, fine for you? Very, very hard because she only published six, seven. <laughs> No, yeah. Tom's has seen like the titles of the ones she was one, planning. Two, three, four, five, ah, right, the ones she was planning. Nine, 10, 11, 12, 13. Yeah, there's loads. Look at this. There's 45 plus. Google never lies, Zoe. Google can't be lying to me. Are you telling me that Jane Austen didn't write the annotated Pride and Prejudice? <laughs> <laughs> or Henry and the Jane Austen died. To be fair, I think that's Selfie, and that's a version of Pygmalion, I think, which isn't. No, was was it version of Pygmalion? Maybe Emma? she did write all this stuff, and she's just very egotistical, like with the wit of Jane Austen and all that stuff. She knew it was coming. That trend. <laughs> she also yeah. wrote the screenplay for Clueless, and it just took. Oh, oh, oh yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. Iconic. <laughs> you, you see, it was. Yeah. You know, it's based in the eighties, but it was actually originally based in the seventeen eighties. Ooh. Well, Clueless is the best Jane Austen adaptation, hands but, down. Like, I will not fight anyone true. in that. Easy. Far away. Yeah, <laughs> and that's why I'm voting for her because she wrote <laughs> and we're I'm going to vote for Jane Austen because I've heard of her Poor <laughs> we will Google Wilkie Collins or you're going to get a shock when you see a picture of him Are there any iconic well, teen comedy films based on a Wilkie Collins novel? He looks like what I am He looks, he looks like every single like. 18th century dude mm-hmm. He was 19th century dude A Chad, I do like him I want to see if he's yeah. written anything I recognise, but I don't And he also didn't believe that marriage was fair for women, and his the women that he was wanting to marry didn't believe in marriage, so they didn't get married and they just lived yeah. without marrying in the middle he, of London. He does and get also, a award for being... And also he was really good friends with Charles Dickens, and when Charles Dickens died, he got so depressed that he almost died himself, Aww. and then got better, and then died a couple of years later. Which was sad, but which yeah. is very Dickensian in itself. That was like his one yeah. last tribute. Yeah, uh-huh. I kind of go for him now. <laughs> well, he can't. They, they did used to used to they also used to do a, a stand up touring show. Uh, Wilkie Collins and uh, Charles Dickens used to like, <laughs> he was just so, stand on stuff and talk. You, you know, he was What's so ahead of his time. Like? Yeah, <laughs> he was so ahead of his time. He made the Eli joke years before. <laughs> 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 when you, I read, I read, uh, what was it? The Tour of Two Idle Accomplices or something like that, which was a book that they wrote together. What's the deal with railway and, food? Yeah, literally, that was, the, that, was the, that was the book. It was literally just talking about how what their travels was like and how the, the food that they but got. But was it and... in the style of a Jerry Seinfeld monologue? <laughs> this is the point, Zoe. Je- Jerry yeah, Seinfeld owes his entire career to the <laughs> Does it start with, like, according to all known laws of... Viviation. No, no, yeah, yeah, it does. Jazz was actually Trade invented when this guy roll. said, do you like jazz? And, like, someone's like, what's that? And he's like, uh... <laughs> 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 you basically do. 
you're not ready for it, but your kids are going to love it. <laughs> the funniest thing is, is that, that the book where they write it together, they're just taking the piss out of each other the entire time, which is very, you can tell that they're friends if they're doing that. Right. Uh, oh. So fun fact, by the book Basil, he actually created the character Basil Crush. Yeah. <gasps> boom boom <laughs> I'm right. still going to vote for Jane Austen I feel like I'm basic enough to do that oh I just I did reread it I did reread Persuasion the other day so maybe okay, I'm, I'm going I'm, I'm switching to Wilkie Collins you have sort of endeared me to Wilkie Collins but Jane Austen is like the original girl boss uh, she is <laughs> I'm sorry Wilkie I'm going to have to go with Jane I'll tell you what I'll send this to a tie break Oh, oh no! Oh. What are we doing for our tie break? Most books written. Okay, it's Wilkie Collins then. It's Wilkie yeah, Collins, that's for sure. Okay, uh-huh. there you go. And hang that off the bat. Erin <laughs> just straight destroyed Jane Austen. With Jane Austen, logic. yep. Well, didn't she only die when she was like thirty-six or something? She was young. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was Erin's fault. Erin <laughs> <laughs> killed Jane Austen. Damn it, Erin! What did I tell you about? Um, I killed her at the Battle of Waterloo. Yeah. <laughs> right okay dokey so for our third um, round we've got margaret atwood versus hp lovecraft two now, similar it, people with look, similar ideals look harry potter yeah. lovecraft is a bit of a bad dude i think we can say that <laughs> i think that's fair to say is margaret atwood still alive yeah yeah Whoa. she's 81 hell yeah well exactly yeah. fucking uh hp lovecraft Shad? a dead bitch yeah. so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Margaret Atwood would love to see the Handmaid's Tale come to life under Donald yeah. H. Drumph, am I right? Yeah. Politics. See, like, I understand that Margaret Atwood's a good person, but I have such a knee jerk rea- reaction to the Handmaid's Tale that I just have. I just can't be dealing with it. I think well, Margaret Atwood like could Ad. write a high concept horror, but could H.P. Lovecraft write uh, the Handmaid's Tale without? Including I any racial stories. Write... I mean, she has wrote high concept horror. I don't think yeah. she could write. Um, but but H.P. Lovecraft really. could never do it without including at least some racial slurs. That is true. Yeah. Well, it's more like um, he just took the slurs and replaced them with um things that should be unpronounceable. Mm-hmm. Well, to be fair, which um, is the equivalent of going on Twitter and just like um censoring the words so that people can't search them yeah or it's like when people write scps um, which is basically just the best continuation of lovecraft and they just redact everything like mm-hmm. in redacted we saw redacted and that's what they do <laughs> in ryloth we saw cthulhu so yeah okay thanks see with i'm currently reading an hp lovecraft book just now with a bunch of short stories i just finished at the mountains of madness mm-hmm. and <sighs> He does shorter stories really, really well. Long stories, I don't like his long stories. They just go on too because, long. Because his story relies on the building of, like, the dread of, oh god, what's happening? After so long, you can't be worried about what's in the dark anymore because you're like, well, it would have probably come and got me if it was dangerous. Yeah. I think that's the problem mm-hmm. with horror films when you make them into a series. It's like, right, we can't be scared of the unknown when you've gave us so much knowns to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's yeah. why I mean I think Lovecraft his horror is just brilliant because you could, no one else could have written it. Like I don't think Margaret Atwood is racist enough to be so afraid <laughs> of everything in the universe. He wrote a horror story about air conditioning because he didn't understand it. Like that's the level of eldritch horror writer I need right now. <laughs> Thomas, what's the one where the guy goes to the farm, um, and does it? Uh, Color of space or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah that I, one. I that that's one's something as well. Like that. Lovecraft wrote his books back in a time when information was nowhere near as like easily accessible. So like sort of high concept things like creeping in the dark would like probably really terrify someone of that era. Like I mean, a lot to more be fair, they had nowadays. telephones. True, yeah. but I mean, it's nothing compared to like just being able to like. I think would have probably been desensitized to a kind of like really sort of big ancient being stuff that he was yeah. kind of maybe well, but it's like his short stuff like i mean the, so the color from outer space is amazing because the it's best good. part of the story is most of the bad stuff escapes but then a little bit goes back down into the well and they build a reservoir over it so the whole thing is like oh there's a lot of people drinking the nasty water now mm-hmm. oh i love it it's great another one that i really excellent. like is the music of eric zan 
Oh yeah, where's oh. that? His windowsill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really good as well, and it's like the short, short stories he's really good um, at doing. But the longer ones, like at the Mountains of Madness, I was I was down for like the first third of it, and then it just got into a kind of weird history lesson where they were describing this ancient world about all the different ways that it was working and the slaves and i was like okay this is a bit i think everyone started really liking his mythos and were like hey tell us more and then they were like oh oh you know what maybe tell us less yes tell us less please <laughs> i don't i don't need to know more about everything in this because it turns out it's racist and horrible Ew. who could have guessed who would have known I just has too many bad words in there. I'm not. Mm. There are a lot. There Although it is lot. fun, you know someone's okay when their name is Johan or something like that. That's how you know they're a good, trustworthy person. And then you've got Atwood. Yes. Right. How many slurs has she said? Um. Not she... more than Lovecraft. Yeah, usually not. But she does write like the Blind Assassin was like set in like the twenties and thirties and stuff. And yeah. I can't remember if the characters talked as such. Oh. The only thing that I have read by her is the Penelope ad, which I enjoyed. Of course it is. What? <laughs> what is that? I've not even... What? I've not actually it, read it. It's like a retelling of Greek myth, isn't it? Yeah, it's a retelling oh, of uh, Penelope, um, which she was waiting on Odysseus coming home from the war and what she was up to at the same time. It's, it's good, but it's the only thing I've read by her. I probably should read it. It's good. It's good. Enjoy it. It's very good. Um... She's very similar to Lovecraft in the sense that um, she has wrote sci-fi. Okay. Full stop. That's it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> very similar. I mean, yeah. I really the world of the Handmaid's. T- I love any dystopian world. I'm kind of a simp for, except for Divergent. For some reason, that one I couldn't get. Like of all the shit that I read because I like dystopia, that was the one I just couldn't buy into for some reason. I couldn't. I gave up on Divergent. No, I protested against Divergent because I refused to hand it back into the school library in case someone else picked it up and read it. <laughs> wow. Well done, Erin. Yeah. I'm very yeah. proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for your sacrifice. But it's, I really, yeah, no, I really like the world of Handmaid's Tale. See, when I say like the world, in the same way I like the world of 1984. Fun to look at, probably not fun to live in. Yeah, it is very well crafted the way she looks at like real yeah. events. Like a lot of it's based on like the Iranian Revolution and stuff, and like um just evangelical Christianity and like parts of America that were already sort of mm-hmm. taking hold. So I think that's like, what a lot makes of it, it. I think she said that everything that happened in the book had happened somewhere at some point. Yeah, mm. though I I I don't really like dystopians, so the only. The only I wouldn't really like The Handmaid's Tale, um, but I would like to try and read Elias Grace because apparently it's quite good. Oh, I've been meaning to watch him. Apparently they did a mini series of that, like mm-hmm. CBC on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's on Netflix. Yeah, okay. it's on Netflix. Right, I have to watch it now. Okay. Yeah, apparently it's really really good. What's that up again? And it's like, yeah, it's got a bunch of people in it that are recognisable. But um, yeah, apparently it's good. Ah, oh, there it is. Yeah. Um, it's about um. A woman that was in a painting or something, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's it's about she what? murders she murders people. Oh, okay. And it's basically trying to figure out if she is sane or not, or if she was justified in killing the person that she killed, um, because of how she was treated or something. It's something like that. Oh, okay. And it's like it was. I think it's. Is it not based in a? Yeah, it's sort of, it's like semi-based on real life, isn't it? I think they're all yeah. real people, but a lot of the details like, are... Uh-huh. Mm. Like the first, it was like based on like the first case of a servant um, being treated in a medical facility or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or something. Mm. But yeah, so out of those two, I'm going to have I've to go with Atwood. Yes, yes same. Same. Oh, boo. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Thomas. Sorry, Thomas. Boo. I like that racist <laughs> like my sci-fi dude. yeah it was every time you were talking about wilkie collins and jane austen for like how based they were and i'm just sitting there going oh boy next round we've got anti-base <laughs> <laughs> so for round four we've got um ursula well Lippin it depends on where terry pratchett yeah. well that depends on where and reddit you go yeah that's true look when what did look when right jesus uh, um, the rfc books you might have read when you were younger um oh yeah i did actually the Wizard of Earthsea is like Harry Potter yeah. but based. I I really Harry like Potter, Earthsea. But cool. Yeah. It was yeah. the magic in Earthsea was at, so at, much I better. Yeah, I don't think I've ever. Um, oh, we're supposed. Oh. That's another thing is 
one of the next books for our book club was The Lathe of Heaven that you chose, Erin. Yeah. Um, that's going to be my first Ursula Gwynn book. I've not read anything by her. Uh, oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've not read anything by her. I've heard good thing, things about The Dispossessed, though. Yeah, that's good. That's another one. It's just about... She writes a lot of sci-fi that has to do with, like, dreams coming to life. And The Dispossessed <laughs> is one of them. The Life of Heaven's another. And, yeah. um... That's going to be a trip for me, not going to lie. Um, <laughs> oh, no. the, the one that um, Izzy made me read that I just finished yesterday, um, the word for World is Forest, it's like not really about dreams coming to life, but it's about a tribe that like believes they do. Uh-huh. So that's interesting. It's also a metaphor for like colonialism and also the Vietnam War. So uh, fun. Oh, very good book. Fun. She was also fun, fun. Um, very cool. Yeah, I yeah. can imagine. I see it was written in like, 72, so quite second wave feminism it. stuff isn't it as well oh yeah there's a lot of that because mm-hmm. she was th- around right at that sort of time when they're like they were trying to push like the equal rights amendment and stuff yeah she's cool mm. yeah I mean, so, I mean, the first woman to win the hugo award and the nebula awards oh was she yeah oof babe mm. I've so never I read it, FC. It's, it's see, I, I wanted to say it with talking but i do stand like anyone that brings up a map and the earth sea map is oh but on the other hand, isn't she going up against Terry Pratchett, who wrote Discworld? Oh, that does have a map. That does have a Oh, no. It's got a great map as well, actually, because it's it a weird map. It does, yeah. It's... Oh, no, Matt. It, 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 oh, it's, it's it's actually, most... yeah. Yeah. You don't I, actually. I feel like this one's hard for me because I do like Terry Pratchett's mm. writing, but mm. I've never read Ursula Le Guin, so I can't... Does, does Le Guin say, so. have a big-ass turtle that carries the map with bunch of elephants on it yeah um, that's true i feel like she probably does somewhere i've just not got to it yet <laughs> <laughs> i'll get yeah. back to you on that <laughs> oh it's earth sea is really good like it's weird i can't remember anything about it but i also remember being the first proper fantasy i read like before the hobbit or anything so that's cool there must Maybe have been pretty good that's sort of yeah. how i feel about some terry pratchett kids books like i distinctly remember reading morris and his educated rodents when i was younger but i can't remember a single thing that happens aside yeah. from discovering what that king was <laughs> i mean there was there's one scene in earthsea when he um the wizard or wait i can't even remember the gender of the main character like goes to um, i'm surprised at how like the um, kids office goes to a thing because i did read a lot when i was younger so i guess like some was a bit more like regional i guess yeah but there was something where he made one of the spells, one of the guys at the wizard school he went to cast a spell that made a little like waterfall out of the ground. Mm-hmm. And that was the first, I was like, fuck yeah, do magic like that. Fuck <laughs> Harry Potter. Make little cute waterfalls. That's all I want in life. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. so upset at all other magic for not having a distinct set of whimsy. Exactly. Yeah, that's a mood. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's... I kind of want to vote for Ursula Le Guin just for that one fact I remember. But that I also like Pratchett's way of doing magic, especially the witches in Pratchett, because <laughs> they're just they're not like witches. They're like they are witches, but they're like it's more like knowledge that, that kind of thing and the whole kind of. Do, do you guys have any articles to school books to recommend? Because I've been I finished like Color of Magic. I remember being quite good. The I'll Color of Magic I think is actually pretty. Meddling. Bad, yeah. Wow. I, 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 okay. I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, I'll go with any... Death, uh, Mort or Hogfather, um, Guards, Guards, and then following that one. Or Guards, yeah. Guards is good. That's guards, nice. Guards is good. I like Mort because I quite like Death. Um, I think Mort. starting the Witches series, I think Weird Sisters is the first Witches. one, isn't it? Uh huh. Yeah. Cool. God, he did write so much. There's, yeah, a, there's a lot there. Why I asked you guys. If, if it comes to a tiebreaker, like he wins pretty much automatically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many books have Ursula Gwen wrote? Oh, she has wrote a fucking ton as well, actually. Because I know that there's 41 books in. Um, Just give me a number, lads. Come on, let's go. In Discworld alone. Mm-hmm. 21, 21 novels, novels, yeah. 11 volumes of short stories. And yeah. 11 volumes so we're going by novels. Well, go by novels. Because okay. it's 41 in Discworld alone. And he has done other ones like Good Omens and... Yeah. That only counts for half, though. True. Good. I actually really like Good Omens. It's... I like that book. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Was Nation part of Discworld? Or... I don't know. Anyway, I'm voting for Pratchett. Sorry, Le Guin. Mm. I'm voting Le Guin. 
from someone I didn't recognise to someone that was a major part of my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm sort of the opposite. I'm like, well, I did raise a lot of ratchets as a kid and still do. <laughs> oh no, I love both of them. No. I've only this read one of the two. This was me in round one. So. I, I've only read one book of like the two people, and it's actually no. Did I read? It was no. I think just for one, and it was a Pratchett book, so <laughs> I'm a little more inclined to go Pratchett. Uh, Does that mean ooh, Aaron? Aaron. Oh, I Aaron. think we're gonna go Pratchett. Ooh, Pratchett. Oh dear. It's fine. I can talk about his map more. I'll go the Earthsea map. Everyone, if you like maps, go to Earthsea. It's brilliant. Go to Earthsea. Go to Earthsea and map it out because you'll be very happy about it. Yeah. I mean, we could do a whole thing discussing the two the differences between the maps. Or we could, I we could do, do a, a s- map podcast. I was yeah, going to say, I'll do a full maps. solo um, thing on maps. <laughs> have like map, the apes map, map people, map, 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 people. We can, we can have like the <laughs> map as like a reference and see how far that goes. Lovely. If we do, I mean, I'm going to put my own map in. So. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's fine. <laughs> Yeah. Have you ever oh, seen the person like analysing the map of New Orleans as if it's a fantasy map and just going, this makes no fucking sense? Why would you put a bridge there? <laughs> oh, but we could we could do a we could all draw a map each and however detailed. I've you want got it, numerous maps can... already drawn. I was going to say I think mine is on red at the moment. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know that I know that mine. Oh, remember I did it during maths in second year. Yeah. That is a proud moment. And then Andrew yeah. took one look at it and went, "Hang on a minute." That's Inverness, yeah. and I was like, shh. <laughs> <laughs> That's why if you ever get stuck on maps, just like draw a country, flip it upside down, and mirror it, and it looks totally different. It's great. We'll save this for the map episode coming yes. soon. Yes. Coming soon. Coming to a podcast area near you. <laughs> right, our semi final. Anyway, yes, semi final, we have D- Douglas Adams versus Wilkie Collins. This is, this is easy for me. It's going to be Collins. Has Wilkie Collins ever had his main character turn into a fighter jet inside of a building? No, but he well, has. He has. Um... Well, Zoe, that does make it quite simple, then, really. Mm, he it's does a have quite. A it's a pretty standard movie. metric for book quality, Zoe. That's true. That's true. But he does have good representation of Scottish characters in his novels at a wow. time when there's barely any. So. And what's Adam's done for us? Yeah, what's Adam's done for the Scots? Oh, well, he's... David Tennant was in the movie. He was in the movie. <laughs> so... Was he? No, Wait, he wasn't. Was he? No. Oh, shit, I'm it was um, Martin you. Freeman. Was it was Martin was Freeman, Martin. yeah. <laughs> I just agreed because I wanted, like. <laughs> Do and, um, Excuse my complete Do you know what he did for Scottish people? He blew up England. I tell you, I, last I, chapter I, of his book. I, I, I have, I have an approximate knowledge of many things. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sometimes it's very approximate. Scottish sounding. He's got an, an see, English character. See, just Scottish see? sounding. That's Scottish awful. sounding. Excellent. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's, that's enough. Blew up England. though. blew up England. He but did blow up England, though. Yeah, and but... Scotland, putting us out of our misery. Mm-hmm, sure. And the rest of the planet, who deserve it for being better than us at football. Sure. Yes, yeah. that's also true. Well, England's not, so, ha, huh, stuck it. Um... Could beat us, assholes. Yeah, no, they, no, didn't they didn't manage it. They didn't beat. <laughs> nil-nil. <laughs> yeah, that's my point. Couldn't beat us. Nil-nil. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um... yeah, I'm going for Collins. If you... No. Just um, can I can am I allowed to say no to Zoe's vote for petty <laughs> sure. reasons? Yeah, <laughs> just like I'm so she's not that. allowed to vote this one. We get it, one veto each per thirty episodes. <laughs> yeah, happy thirtieth yeah, yeah, episode, everybody! Hey. Jesus Christ! Yeah, let's put that in the middle. <laughs> yeah, woo. but yeah, Collins is objectively my second favorite writer of all time, so. I'm going to have to go with him. Second well, who's your first? Only Douglas to Adams. Douglas Adams. <laughs> no, to Jane Austen. Uh, and yeah, and yeah, called and scored yeah. through. Uh, I, I can see why with the seminal Wuthering Heights. You picked Austen. Remember, I voted Collins. Remember, who was... Who oh no, was... I voted Austen, sorry. And no one else did. It was a tiebreak. Zoe. Yeah. What was... Um, remember we had a mad rant about how Napoleon was Austen? Yeah. And Austen was Napoleon. What, what episode was that? I cannot remember. But was that one of the ones that was done? Is that lost to time? That that was, was one it? of the that can be lost to time. 
That was excellent. That was. I, that I was think I remember that being a particular tragedy. Really. If we lost that, we can't recommit. I think it must have been one of the historical figure ones. Horse in the round. Was it horse? That was it. it was. <laughs> it horse in was. the round was uh, oh. one of our most listened to episodes. So. It's our best episode, though. It really is. Go listen to horse in the round. Yeah, stop listening to this one. This was yeah, shit. Go listen to horse in the round. That's why we peaked. We're Trust me, it's not getting better. Episodes. I've checked. <laughs> this one, no, yeah. not worth After it. Go back. Horse in the round. Ten out of ten. I'm trying to match that magic it's just not happened we've yeah. never reached that level of chaos again yeah. I mean, we were yeah, very I, I, was we were like, I had three cups of coffee that night that was it I think so, I so we have to have coffee but you're not allowed to do that drunk. Zoe's not allowed to have three cups of coffee again because last time she did that she literally almost died yeah but, but, I did almost content, have heart though, palpitations towards the, the end of that episode I think that is still in the recording <laughs> the, the content yeah, so. it was good content if you aren't killing yourself for the content, what are you doing with your life? Exactly. <laughs> Kurt Cobain had uh, heroin, so he has coffee. <laughs> that would be. I'll she is sipping penny reality. I'm gonna. I'm still voting for Douglas Adams. He is just objectively fun to read in every. Yeah, way. same. Just because I have actually read his Douglas Adams book. Yeah. Wow. Poor Collins. Loser. I'll remember you. I'll no, remember you, you. Not after this. After this, he's cancelled. Yeah, Erin, you should read Women in White. I think you'd enjoy it. I think it's on my list, but many, many things are. So yeah, that's true. I've got. I think my to, my to be bought list is like hundred books long. Oh, same. I think my priority at the moment for buying books is um my day of rest and relaxation and the free body problem are the two I really want to read. Oh, I want to read the free body problem, but the my day of real rest and relaxation kind of freaks me out a wee bit. It does. And. I don't know, that's the sort of thing that interests me, like the character yeah. sort of stuff. I mean, yeah. to be fair, I have like picked up a few things that, I'll probably, that, that I'm genuinely interested in reading, so that's in previous episodes, that's quite nice. I just, I just don't read much fiction anymore, because I'm a Mostly Patrick stuff, but you know. Mm. Yeah, I, might give, I might give all the films a try as well. Yes, do it. If you want a short one, go for The Frozen Deep, because it's about... Um, the HMS Terror and the HMS Erebus and it's very short. Cool. Or the Dream Woman, it's also very short and very spooky. Yeah, sure. so there you go. I just gave you shouting out recommendations for Wilkie Collins, my man. Right. <laughs> okay, our next semi-final, we have Atwood versus Pratchett. This one might actually be even tougher. Oh my God. Any thoughts? Pratchett. Atwood's yeah. world is really interesting and I love dystopia, but like, come on. Come Pratchett. On. Pratchett. Pratchett. Do we even it need means... to talk about it or do we just get Pratchett versus Adams? Like, <laughs> do we even let Erin get a word in? I don't know did, if we did, do. Did Pratchett won the Booker Prize? There you go. I probably did as well, actually. But also, Booker Prize. It has book in it, so it must be good. It must be exactly. good. Exactly. It's called that Sorry. because, like, the people that read books are bookers. Yay. True. He did win the Carnegie Award. Oh, that's a. Yeah, the Carnegie Medal is a pretty good one. Right. Yeah, and he also won the Locus Award. Mm. And the BAFTA? He's won a few. A BAFTA? Okay. Uh, was that for like an adaptation? Or? I did Go not up. know... Look at Thomas, uh, top, top. I did not know that Terry was short for Terrence. Single documentary. <laughs> oh, was that for his um, Alzheimer's documentary? Uh, mm. oh. Locked in, breaking the silence. Hmm. Oh, good. Me, no, I think that's okay. different, but... It's not letting me go back to... Storyville. But... That must be, that's like the anthology thing, isn't it? Yeah. Well, no, that's it. Uh, that's it, yeah. Interesting. That's... Good for him. He does quite a lot. Him. Well, he did quite a lot. He's dead now. Um... Yeah, that's one thing Atwood does have on now. In a real-world fight, she'd probably win. <laughs> but is, is it Margaret Atwood a sir? Oh, she no. did win the Arthur C. Clarke Award. Now, that's a pretty big... Just because it's got Arthur C. Clarke's name in it, I respect And it's it. an award. It is an award. It is an well, award. Oh, she's won the Booker Prize twice. Oh. Yeah, is... well, the second one was shared, I'm pretty sure. I think the Testament shared it with... Oh, shit. Shared it with something. Awesome. Oh. Well done to Arthur C. Clarke. What did she win it for? Um, the first one she won it for the blind assassin, and the second one was the testaments. But no, the Arthur, the Arthur C. Clarke. Um, what year was it? Nineteen thirty-eighty-seven. Eighty-seven was probably *The Handmaid's Tale*. Oh right. 
I mean, fair Ugh. enough. <laughs> oh my god, it's so difficult to find, like, it was established in 1987 as well. She was the first winner. Mm. Wow. Oh, now that is impressive. I mean, oh. inventing an award just so you could win it, but that's kind of sus. But I don't think she invented it. <laughs> it's kind of sus, Thomas. <laughs> okay. It's not yeah, like the Odell Stein Award for Hotter Writing. <laughs> Get a DVD. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah, in Singapore we had like a rip-off uh, R.L. Stein, a rip-off of like Goosebumps called Mr. Midnight. <laughs> and <laughs> it's basically Midnight. the same thing. <laughs> I, I think I read a few of those books, to be fair, they were good read, but mm. yeah, it, it, I, like I see like Goosebumps and I just can't help but think Mr. Midnight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I am definitely going to go with Pr- uh, yeah. Pratchett for this one, I'm afraid, yeah. guys. Yeah, same. Just... Yeah. We also got a lot of Aussie authors out there. Like we got uh, Morris Gleitzman. I don't know if you guys heard of him. Right. He's like a big Morris like. Gleitzman. He's like an Australian children's author, so probably not. But he did a lot of like sort of books. I did. He did one I about like the cane toads. Not yeah. to interact with Australians. It's generally better <laughs> for mental health. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've been I've been uh, infected by Australians, and now so I have cool. to I have to have a barbecue and a fucking VB on me. Home on the barbie. Morning. A what, sorry? A thong of a barbie. Crikey. A thong on the barbie. Oh, hey, hey, what, is it like you're set your flip flop on the barbecue? Yes. Well done, Erin, for translating my impeccable Australian skin. Skills. <laughs> <laughs> no, like sorry. Skills. Do you want me to Damn. Google here? Put got a thong on the barbie. Yeah, do it. <laughs> do it. Do, it. do I need to be Do it, you coward. Oh, oh no, are. no, 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 Sorry, I think this says a lot about us as people that this is our final. Yeah, it definitely does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I still think Lovecraft deserves it, but you know. I think I think Jade Austin or Wilkie Collins deserves it, but Um I God think one of our twentieth century female sci fi bays deserves it, but <laughs> Gosh, we're right, getting okay. You see I, I would say but I buy the little more patterns. From what I've read so yeah, see, this is for me basically just do I prefer sci fi or fantasy? Yeah, and I'd, I'd go Yeah, for I prefer fantasy. Pratchett. Pratchett oh, well. also wrote sci fi, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah fantasy. but. Probably. Ish. Probably Does not. Does Dick gently count? <laughs> no, that's sci fi, I would say, would you not think? I, I don't just know. Just like. Why do you keep spelling Douglas with two S's, Thomas? Douglas. Well, because Douglas. Hey, yo, got that Douglas. It's quite weird. Anyway, um, Doctor Who is fantasy. No, it's not. It's sci-fi. It's um, very soft sci-fi. Yeah, it's soft sci-fi, but it's still sci-fi. No, no, sci-fi. no, 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 no. It's just fantasy. He likes, he likes Pink Zoe. Floyd, which is pretty. He also was in Pink Floyd. Pretty cool. But that's the thing. Was Pratchett ever in Pink Floyd? Oh. He he he's also. Was he in Pink Floyd? I don't know. I just read Pink Floyd. No, he chose he the name for the album and was friends with it. Good enough. Oh wait, not the Pink. Yes, oh, the video God. games. So. But he also did the Division Bell, and that's like one of the actual best Pink Floyd albums. So. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. yeah, but it um, gave the lyrics to the song High Hopes, and that shares its name with High Hopes by um, uh, Brendan Urie. Sure. Well, well, that's a Brendan Urie. High Hopes is one of my favourite ones. But it also shares its tracks with Pelinatini's High Hopes, which I really like. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, that is actually a good tune. Yeah, it was a good tune. Yeah, but, I like that whole yeah. album. But there are more high hopes, good tunes, and bad tunes. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, You've got high hopes for that. Wait, scroll up to, so that I can figure out what episode. Shada, that's the one I was thinking about. Then you've got Death to the Kritzman, which was good. Um, I, I enjoyed mean, it. I mean, look at that smile, that damn smile. It was City of Death! Sorry. <laughs> I was right! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he he, he claims to be a radical was. atheist, which like in today's oh, context that's is kind of cringe. cringe. <laughs> yeah, as I mean, it was cr- cringe then as well. Yeah, like, sure. That was peak like um, Richard Dawkins, Christopher Hitchens sort of era. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, Boy. you don't want that. Yeah. yeah. 
Nah. But, but then you've got Pratchett, up. who was just great. <laughs> no. Patch, Pratchett, I feel, I feel like if, good, you, but... if he was my elderly neighbour, I'd get him along better with him. Like, he'd be, he'd be the kind of dude to just, like, wave a happy hello. He's very mm-hmm. chill, it seems. Oh, yeah, no, he's definitely... He would be a much better friend than Adams. Yeah. I'm sure Adams is a great guy, but, like, Pratchett would be a great friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I just like his writing a lot more than Adam's. No, I, I love Adam's unhinged nonsense. Which I know Pratchett is too, but Pratchett feels like unhinged nonsense with the craftsmanship. Yeah. Adam's to me feels like yeah, just a guy yeah, wanting to write like, wacky. Yeah. And there are some, like the way Adam's has written, so is it the Vulcan ships hung in the air in the same way that bricks don't. That is such a good line. Like, like it's that's brilliant. Very good wordplay. I would say yeah. that, like, maybe, like, a second or third book in the uh, Hitchhiker's series, I-, I found it got a little bit too, a little, a little bit harder to follow. There's, like, it just fight. so much happening. It's like, what? Yeah, <laughs> I feel like... fight the cricket robots, which like... was... But he brought oh. it back with uh, So Long and Thanks for the Fish, I think it was. Yeah. Was it that one? Or... The first the two books were really the liked. best, uh-huh. and then it was still fun, but it did kind of fall off an edge. Yeah. That's what, that's what I feel about how... That's why I feel Pratchett's a bit better, because... His books might not be all brilliant, but they're all consistently all right, and they've got good storylines uh, well, and good no, characters. Well, no, like I said, they were all they were all good books. It's just that the guys in Restaurant at the End were so phenomenal that, like the other ones were, they were good, but they weren't as good. Yeah, but like, like the first one couple of ones, like the first couple of ones, it's he's getting used to it, the world kind of thing, and then by the time you're like halfway through the books you're like this is so easy and it's all satirical and mm-hmm. and it's great i love that kind of writing yeah i feel like he almost always had like a week a point or something to say with his books whereas douglas adams lot it does just sort of feel like mm. i'm middle class and people told me i was good at english like he is very good but it's just like yeah oh i'm so yeah. witty for the sake of being witty and it's mm-hmm. like yeah. yeah i feel like there's less like thematic point to yeah. them the only theme I think in Douglas Adams is anything is like annoying English bureaucracy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absurdist. That's the most I can think of. I, I, yeah. I think like yeah. it, I would say that like uh, comparing it to like Rick and Morty, like I think Rick and Morty is like its low points have been much like its quality is like wavered a lot more than uh, Hitchhiker's Guide. I think like that Hitchhiker's Guide's always been at least like vaguely good. <laughs> Although I do think Hitchhiker's Guide and Rick and Morty now that we're seeing it are in the same vein of sci-fi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd say so. But Though, I think... Can be good. I do prefer Andy. Douglas Adams's work on Doctor Who to anything he's actually written in books. But yeah, of we course you that. do, but that's because it's Doctor Who. So well, we... no, just because I think he's better at if writing... If Jane Austen had written I think Doctor it's. Who, I think he's better at writing TV and audio scripts than he is at writing books. The original audio drama of hitchhiker's guide is so much better than the books and the books are good do you know that kind of feeling like if, if wilkie collins had written for doctor who you know i would love him wilkie collins episodes mm-hmm. well one of my favorite episodes is neil gaiman but uh, gaiman episodes too that's my no my point is just any writer if they write for doctor who that's your favorite of their work and that's not negotiable okay maybe it is yeah maybe you're yeah. right yeah yeah maybe you're right thomas maybe <laughs> What are your views on Stephen Moffat? Do we go there? I don't really no. like. Well, Stephen Moffat's all right, but he's definitely not the best. Uh, Kate Orman's the best Doctor Who writer. So, to uh, me, it seems like books. Uh, Stephen Moffat just can't finish a story. He can start one really well, but like it always just seems. To See, go he finished the Doctor Who arc very well. I think he finished that well right. with the. It's like with the Dracula thing. I think it kind of like the first like two episodes like so good. Dracula, yeah, and the last one meh. dipped. Yeah, but instead of like bringing on a writing partner who can, you know, get to conclusion. By the way, is adapting Dracula already has a built in conclusion now? That... Yeah, I know. Yeah. Right, it's he just. But instead of the BBC getting him to write with someone that, like, Mark Gatiss. Gatiss. Yeah. Gatiss enables him. Yeah, yeah, they're just as bad as each other, those two. Yeah. But the BBC just keeps giving him loads of money and it's just like, yeah, just keep pumping out unsatisfying shite because we know that 14 year olds on Tumblr will watch it. Mm-hmm. And they do, yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. Mark Gatiss so definitely has meddling work. I'm not a fan. Well, yeah, Oof. 
his ideas are good. Mark Gates's ideas are really, really good, but his mm-hmm. execution of them are really poor. So you've got that kind of middling. This could have been so much more if it was given to mm-hmm. someone else. I mean, it's I nice to see like a boy from Paisley getting to like sit back in comfy mediocrity as opposed to a private school boy for once. So yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. More power to him. We can all aspire to mediocrity. Wow. I can't believe you're acting a this. And well, it's and Moffat is miles better than Chibnall anyway. So I'll give you that. Having, I watched like one episode of the Chibnall stuff and it, it didn't seem great. So I mean it's all right, it's not brilliant. It's not Never mind, I'm not gonna get into that now because that's a very contentious topic at the moment. Oof. So okay. I'm gonna vote for Douglas Adams. Yeah, I'm going with Terry Pratchett. Ah, uh, Pratchett, easy. I'm gonna go Adams. Pratchett wins, I guess. Pratchett, Pratchett has absolutely won or written more. Um, well, well done, Terry Pratchett. Um, if we'll anybody... inform you, we will. We'll put this prize up on your Wikipedia. Everybody <laughs> recommend one Pratchett book, then. Um, I've only read The Coloured Magic, so there you go. <laughs> That's well, my recommendation. Honestly, I'd say the first one. Also one after that because I only read the first like ten. <laughs> one that's probably really fun to read now because it's probably very dated. I'm going to recommend only you can save mankind. Only you can oh. save mankind. Yeah, that probably. I want to read that. I would go with um, Hogfather or Good Omens. I know that's two, but I'm going to go with those two. Actually, I remember it was either More or The Light Fantastic. I really enjoyed. More is brilliant. It's the one with death in it. Yeah. Well. Uh, we like we stand there. Oh, we do. Wait, well. the best. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, ching ching. Yeah. Cheers. Oh, yeah. This has been the Square Goat Podcast with Erin, Matt, Thomas, and Zoe. Thank you for joining us this week. We hope you've enjoyed it. New episodes come out every Thursday, so be sure to join us for the next one.